0: Hello and welcome to the Hobbies and Happiness Podcast, where we talk all about the hobbies that make us happy.
1: I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today, we're talking about the future of organized play. Let's get into it.
0: Oh, hey. Oh, hey. didn't, Didn't see you there. Hey, guys. Welcome. What? We're we're on video. This is weird. Yeah, it's not <laughs> this that is, weird, Dan. This is our first video podcast. We yeah. finally got uh, got our set up and running. And uh, dude, I'm excited, man. It's I am, beautiful. I am stoked. Yeah. I love this. This wood. It's just oh man. For you know what, dude? Like I gotta first of all, I yeah. have got to give props to my wife. <laughs> my wife like helped make this uh, this this shelf look very very nice she she put honestly she didn't even put in a lot of work she just she just really looked at it and was like (laughs) playing around with it and it looks really really good if you're just listening to the podcast guess what now you can watch it yeah it's uh pretty sweet dude we're we're stoked so yeah man so this is what this is episode 16 but it's like uh we are saying this episode 1 of this the video podcast this is episode podcast. 1 video podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's either 16 or 1 yeah 16-1 16-1 everything before it was just dash 0 yeah. and now we're like yeah. uh everything's dash 1 now yeah. so yeah. so anyway like uh we're on patch 1.2 right now yeah. that's what we're on 16.1 yeah so uh today today we ju- we just had the uh, 4th of July holiday yeah. so uh yeah. do you have a good 4th did you have a good holiday yeah, it was it was fun. Got to
1: hang out with my dad, watched a movie, hung out with my girlfriend, and uh, yeah, yeah. What
0: we, uh, what what movie oh, did you watch? Oh man, we got to watch the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt, Star Lord. So so, what did you think of that movie? <laughs> I I was a
1: fan of it. I I really did like it a lot. Uh, I gave it a seven point five on a ten scale. Yeah, and uh, the ending, you know, there was they had some really good twists in there. They had Mm -hmm. some really funny moments. They had serious ones as Mm -hmm. well. You know, it took you all over the place in terms of emotions.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it really did. And like when when the movie first started, I was I was a little confused at kind of where (laughs) it was going. And then you know, and then as as the movie got going a little bit, I was like okay, this is kind of weird. It's (laughs) kind of awkward. But as I kept watching it, I'm like, probably... (sighs) During, towards the middle of the movie, right, mm-hmm. there was a part where like normal like in a normal plot line, like it would be the end of it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm I'm am I'm trying to like talk around yeah, it. Yeah, like I don't because, want to talk about yeah, it because yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna be like spoilers, <laughs> yeah, guys. I, 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 I don't want to give too much away, but I, I do wanna say it's, I'm it's on Amazon Prime. Yes, yes. If you it, have Amazon it, Prime, it is go on check Amazon Prime, go check I it out. I do recommend it. So, it's but good. but when the movie got towards the end, I found myself being like, "Dude, this is an awesome, awesome movie. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. I I really, really loved it. I loved the message that it mm-hmm. that it said. Um, you know, the only thing I will say is it is a it is a movie about family. Yeah. So that's really what is what it was about. And so for <laughs> like I, it was it was a message that I could get behind. So I really yeah. did like it. And Chris yeah. Pratt, I feel like any movie that he's in is. Is good. Is is a good movie. This one I haven't seen
1: all of his movies. I don't know if he's done a lot of movies, but I've seen this. I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know all the Marvel stuff that he's been in. Have you seen Jura- the Jurassic Park
0: movies? Oh yeah, those were was in-
1: great. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I love those. Ones. I think
0: I think those. So the first Jurassic Park movie with mm-hmm. he was in and Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. were the ones that really propelled him to stardom. Yeah. Because um, before that, he was in Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Yeah, he was kind of like the the doofy guy. Yeah. Um. But he was fat and out of shape in that movie. He was hilarious yeah. in Parks yeah. and Rec. We yeah. love Parks and Rec. Was
1: that like his first uh, TV stuff? Because I, I know think before so. that he was like a door to door salesman.
0: Was he? Yeah, he was. Really? And apparently, he was really good at it. So <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. I feel like I, he's the kind of guy where like anything he puts his mind, like yeah. anything he does, he's just going to be really good at it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, good job, Chris. Yeah, good job. good job. We give it. We both give it two thumbs up. <laughs> so
1: yeah, <laughs> one in like a three quarter.
0: I give it two thumbs up. I do. <laughs> I give it two thumbs up. I just, I just want that on the record. <laughs> I give it two thumbs up. All right, it was,
1: good. Right. It was yeah, good. It
0: was good. It was good. <laughs> all right. So today, today in the podcast, we are talking all about uh, the future of organized play. So what kind of what what does that really entail? Well, really, we're we're kind of going to be touching on two games: uh, Magic the Gathering and Flesh and Blood. Okay. So, so Team Covenant actually did a podcast kind of on this topic uh, not mm-hmm. that long ago, I believe it was actually last week. Um, and as I was listening to it, this was a topic that I wanted to talk about kind of for a while. Um, And uh, so, so we just decided to, we we're going to do it on, on this episode. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like it was a good time, be, mostly because like... Wizards of the Coast has really shifted what magic is doing with for sure. <laughs> with their pro scene and organized play like heavily over the past couple of years.
1: Some so, will say what pro scene now. Well, yes,
0: right. And spoilers we're, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we're going to get into. So, okay. So Jim, I know you've got you have more experience with this have, kind of stuff I than I do. have
1: a little bit of a history. Yeah, you you
0: got yeah. a little bit of a history with it, right? Mm-hmm. So, first of all, I kind of want to talk about like the old structure of how the pro scene used to be mm-hmm. for magic, okay? Yeah. So, the the path to pro, you know, like I'm, I'm going to put it in quotation marks here. Mm-hmm for magic what it used to be was magic the gathering used to have what's called the pro tour yes so that was magic's pro scene okay yep. so and essentially it was just professional players who that was pretty much it was all they did was they yep. they played magic i mean i'm sure yep. if you're not involved with magic heavily you know this probably a lot of this is going to be new to you which is which is fine um but i'm if you are you're probably at least a little you you know probably about like the World Series of Poker, right? Yeah. There, like that's another game to where there's a pro scene where I like that's watching all that, one too. that they all. Oh, I lo- I love watching oh, World Series of Poker, WSOP. that is fantastic. <laughs> the, old, the old
1: guy in the uh, in the cowboy hat. That guy's really good. He's yeah. been there for a long time.
0: I feel like there's always an old guy with a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> <playing poker. laughs>
1: if you guys know about the World Series of Poker, you know who I'm talking
0: about. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. So. So, um, so, so anyway, that, that's kind of what we're talking yeah. about, but this is just for magic, okay? Yes. So, the Pro Tour, the first Pro Tour was in 94. Yeah. 1994 at Gen Con 94 was the first Pro Tour, okay? So, so the Pro Tour, correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, but yeah. the the whole way that it was designed was it was a professional system that was kind of designed around points, like a point-based Oh, oh, you're talking
1: about for like after their games and
0: whatnot? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So if you took mm-hmm. place in, in an event, you would get X many points mm-hmm. based on how well you did in the event. Mm-hmm. And then your ranking based off of that is would determine kind of your placement in the in the pro tour.
1: Yeah. So but also you would get pretty much like invited to the higher tournaments. Mm-hmm. So you would have to go to regional tournaments. Yeah. You could also do higher end local tournaments as well. Yeah. And you would get points off of that. And eventually there can be a regional to where the top four players could get an invite to the Pro Tour. Okay. So then they would then be allowed to go into there, even if they didn't have enough points, but they were able to win that mm-hmm. that tournament, yeah. get the invite. So you could even not win the tournament. You just had enough points to get into it.
0: Yeah, and, and 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 again, correct me if I'm wrong, too, but that whole system, again, it was basically it ran from 94 to yeah. 2018. <laughs> it kind of went unchanged, yeah. Yeah, right? It was like that for, for a very for long, the, time. The long time. For a long time, yeah. So, I mean, they they had, so, so the way it kind of worked was these regional tournaments, they had PTQs correct? Yes. So yes. PTQ stands for Pro Tour Qualifier, Qualifier. right? Yes. So if you did well in those events, the the points you acquired from those events would kind of go go into kind of your placement for yep. that, correct? Yep. Okay. And I
1: believe also at those tournaments is where you would get the invite to. Mm-hmm. So it would be that or regional yeah. tournaments, yeah. things along those lines.
0: So so in, in researching this topic, what I kind of did was I, I pulled a bunch, I pulled info from a lot of articles, which mm-hmm. I, I'm going to link all of these articles in the description of the video and the show notes for the podcast. So if you're at all interested, take a look at these links and then you can, all the information is going to be there. So if you're interested to see what the system, some used to be go ahead and take a look at those links and they're all going to be there um and as i'm saying that i'm actually looking at the i'm looking at the wikipedia entry for the pro tour okay okay so from 94 to 20 2018 um i think traditionally the payout for these right if you placed first in the pro tours fifty thousand.
1: okay
0: um and it looks second place was twenty thousand. 3rd and 4th, 15 5th, 6th, ten, and so then it goes all the way down to 1,000.
1: So like throughout those years,
0: it was always a constant at that point? That's what it looks like to okay. me. That's what it looks like. Okay. Um. So... He's going to to be a pro player. <laughs> so, and I'll, I'll read, I will read this, uh, this kind of paragraph here, but mm-hmm. what they say is in Pro Tour Philadelphia 2005... A a different payout system was tested. Mm -hmm. The tournament was run using triple elimination with a draw counting as a loss for both players, and each match was run with money at stake. The amount of money earned by the winner of the match increased from $100 in round one to $1,500 in round 12. This system had the resu- had the result of distributing the m- the money more evenly mm-hmm. among competitors, but I the top like finishers it. earned significantly less money than they mm-hmm. would have under the old system. Right, right. This so and again, this was in 2005, mm-hmm. and then they say that the layout was largely criticized by players and internet writers, and has not returned since. And of course, now since we're going to get on into completely different system, um, so a really good system. So okay, so <laughs> as I mean, that, that's a lot of money, right? Yeah. And so that that being said, like that kind of system allowed players to really be a professional Magic the Gathering yeah. player.
1: Yeah. If you won a single one of those every single year, yeah. And Pro Tours, I think they were having like four every single year. Um, because you pretty much had one every single set drop. Well, more recently, yeah. I don't know what it was like back in the day. But I did
0: not really get into that too much. Yeah. Um. I'm. Go ahead. I'm going to see yeah. what I can find here real quick. So, so
1: yeah, they were they were having a pro tour. We'll say mm-hmm. like four times every year. Mm-hmm. So if you were to win one of those, and if you're winning the fifty thousand dollars, you know, yeah. And you do terrible for the rest of the year. Uh, you know, if you win it, you got fifty thousand dollars for the year, and then whatever else trickles in.
0: Yeah. So, so, so I mean, as you can see, which this is terrible. Well, this kind of system, like it really that allows for the the ability for mm. people to really make this a possibility, like yeah. make a p- living as a pro, yeah. an actual possibility, like you can actually do that. Yeah. So th- that's how it used. To, again, this was how it used to be. <laughs> Okay, and if you're if you're if you're a little new to this, you're probably like, "Well, that's here's how it used to be. Why would they change something like that? What did they do?" So, okay, so that system, like we said, it ran until 2018. Okay, so so then then came 2018. All right, so there was an article, okay, written by Wizards in December of 2018. okay? Okay. So in 2018, what they essentially did was they decided that the Pro Tour was no longer. So they were they made a change to the system from Pro Tour to what they called the MPL. It was the Magic mm-hmm. Pro League. So that that's just basically basically what they did was they just changed the name a little bit and they made a couple other f- minor changes. Mm-hmm. Minor changes, right? And so in this article, okay, so in this article, there's two things that I kind of want to highlight here first, okay? So what they say, competitive gaming has always been at the heart of Magic the Gathering. The pure joy of having fun with friends across a table, key, okay, and discovering new ways to be clever together is entwined with the thrill of competition, whether around the cafeteria table in your friendly local game store or the finals of the Pro Tour. 2019 is going to be the biggest and most exciting year in Magic's 25 years of competitive gaming history as as we evolve our organized play program into an eSports structure that takes the legacy of our pioneering tabletop system and integrate Magic's new digital platform, MTG Arena. That article, that article was the Start. And people <laughs> saw the writing on the wall. I mean, I remember when that article came out and people are like, legitimate, in my opinion, they were legitimately freaking out yeah. that Wizards of the Coast is basically saying, hey, we have MTG Arena. Because at that point, I mean, Arena was in beta yeah. for quite a long time, quite yeah. a while. I remember when Arena, when Arena was in beta, I was playing Elder Scrolls Legends, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Elder Scrolls card game. And I had heard about, and this was before I was playing Magic, right? No. Um, like tabletop Magic. I had heard about Arena, and I had heard a couple people in the Elder Scrolls Legends uh, community basically not saying anything good. They were saying nothing good about Arena and how the UI was terrible, which, I mean, back in the day, it, was, it, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah.
1: Especially, I mean, that tends to be how it is.
0: Though. Yeah, no, right. And, and that, that's, I mean, it's fair and also unfair at the same time. Yeah but that's why it was in beta for such a long yeah. time and and that's that's totally fine and that's yeah. that's exactly why it's in beta for that long is so they can test it and put tweaks and Also, how long
1: was it until they gave a friends list?
0: Oh my so god. It they, was
1: for It was a long
0: time, man. I feel like that came out last year, I feel I like so. in 2020.
1: So yeah, it was 2 years. So, you know, in Magic you want to play these games against yeah. your friends, you right. know. And then it's like Oh, uh, you can't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I remember because when I first started, like, that was one of the biggest complaints. They yeah. were like, I want to play with my friends, but I can't. <laughs> I'm like, how, like, it boggled everybody's mind. Like, yeah. how is that yeah. not how is that not one of the first things that you implement? Yeah, I know it's. It, it's made, it made like no sense. <laughs> so oh,
1: all right. oh man, it was it was rough. It made no sense no, to me. No, it
0: didn't. It made no sense to anybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, how many people out there don't even go to like professional tournaments or higher tier tournaments or even a locals at that point? Right. I mean, we actually do kind of have the number now. So, ninety percent of people have not gone to a local tournament or higher. Ninety percent right. of magic players okay. for paper. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the fact that it is that high, right? They're they're playing against their friends, Dan. <laughs> they're playing. Ninety percent of magic players don't have anyone else to play as other than family members and
0: friends. Well, and, and that would be why commander <laughs> is such a big format. Like, it is. That's that's. Yeah. But th- that's what those numbers would say to me. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like which is why commander is their biggest format. Yeah. And that's why they're leaning so heavily into it. Oh, now they
1: are, yeah. Yeah, so they in every single set now, pretty much. They're like,
0: yeah. Oh, uh, so, so right yeah. now with Magic, they're, um, I, I don't know if they've officially, if the entire set has been revealed yet, but we're in the middle of spoiler season for the next set, which yeah. is Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons and Dragons themed set, yeah. which a lot of people are excited for.
1: Yeah, it's um, got some really cool stuff. It's got a lot of bad stuff
0: too. It yeah, does, it, got but, got but honestly, <sighs> I think I think why a lot of people are are in my opinion legitimately excited for this is mostly the flavor. Yeah, I know. You know, Dan, like
1: if I see another four mana ETB roll a d20, I'm just <laughs> going to lose it. Like there's so many. There's so many four there, mana drops to it. I'm just like there, I can't.
0: There are, but but again, but again, I think people are looking at that and saying the flavor of roll I don't care. Roll- <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you're a and d player, you're probably looking at it and like, oh, this is so cool. And you're more you're I'm more like, a
1: and d player. I'm like, I roll enough dice in D&D. I don't need to bring <laughs> it over here, man.
0: That, you know, that's an interest. Yeah. I mean, that's that's legitimate. That's yeah. a legitimate yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really think about it like
1: that. Yeah. And I and I get that they don't want to make it too broken because mm-hmm. it's the game's already RNG based. They yeah. don't want to make it to where like, oh, one mana, roll a D twenty, this effect. You get to like draw two cards yeah. off of like a creature as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, and you already and, have enough. And
0: there's there's quite a few cards. Well, I think. Uh, I believe there's a few cards in there where um where it's not an ETB, it yeah. is a an activated ability yeah. where you can then roll a D twenty. That's sorcery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you see so you don't you don't like the roll I, d20 mechanic, I'm not a huh?
1: fan. I I don't like that much RNG when it comes to it. Oh, so you, so you love Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> I play that very little, very little. When's
0: the last time you played Hearthstone?
1: Uh start of Dragon, I don't, I don't know what the order is. It's been like two years. <laughs> I tend to, I'll like log in once a year or something like that. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah. oh man, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm, I'm just done within a week.
0: <laughs> I can't play this. I don't blame you. There's a reason I stopped playing. I do it
1: too. also think it's partially because it's just an online card game like that. Yeah. I, I just always have preferred paper because yeah. I've been doing it since like the '90s with Pokemon. yeah.
0: And I, I mean, I, I started playing card games mostly digital yeah. and that was kind of it was kind of how I preferred it. Yeah. But now since I'm since I've really got heavily involved in the tabletop, mm-hmm. there's nothing, nothing comes close to it. Yeah. Absolutely nothing comes close to it. And for the for the hardcore magic players, the people who've been playing it for a long time. Yeah, like That's exactly what they think. And that's why when this article came out, that's why people were so frustrated yeah. and they were ups- yeah. legitimately upset because yeah. they knew where this thing was going. Yeah. So in this article so, – so this article essentially – so for the community – this was the beginning of the end for a lot of people in the oh, MTG yeah. community.
1: There, were, there were a lot of pros that were like, "I'm not going to another mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. is officially by yep. by Wizards of the Coast." They were going to Star City Game yep. tournaments only, which is yep. you know a, a sub thing. Um, but yeah, a
0: lot of pros were just like, "Screw this!" Yeah, because a lot of people looked at that and said, "Okay." I've been a pro player for a long time, mm-hmm. and essentially, what Wizards is doing is they're looking at the pro scene and say, and making honestly, they're making a value assessment and, and saying and saying to themselves, we can make more money off of these streamers yeah. who are showing all these other people the game than we can off of these pro players that are playing the game, yeah. which, okay, like as a business minded person. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. I can. I honestly can understand it, but it sucks. But they have also. It sucks.
1: <laughs> it's I know. so bad. I know. It sucks. Dan.
0: It's so bad. But like, I, I get it. I, at the same time, I also, I get it. I understand. But I don't like it. I don't have to like it. Yeah. I can understand, but I don't have to like it. I'm not going to like
1: it. I hope they do not just like destroy paper magic and just <sighs> go full. I know.
0: And And that's where that's where a lot of people are thinking right now. That's where a lot of people are thinking. That's and that's what's scaring a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So so all right, so again, so this article, December 2018. Okay. Okay. So there's a couple other things that they specifically say in this article. Okay. One of the things that they say, this is a legit sentence in here. Start building your skills and your reputation today by playing MTG Arena. It's like I get it. I I get it. Arena is your new thing. It's your new client. It's the easiest thing. Like it's the easiest way to get people to play your game. And it's the easiest way to get people to spend money to play your game. I get it. I understand. And we've talked about this and this is exactly why we're doing hobbies and happiness, right? This is exactly why we exist. And because we love the tabletop space so much, we want it to be here on the table. Yeah. Like we don't want stuff to be on a on a screen, right? Yeah. I, we'd much rather connect over a table. Yeah. Now, I, I'm not saying that we should we should just disregard all video games because I think like it's a good tool to use for yeah. sure. It definitely has yeah. its place, but not at the expense of the table. Like you know what I mean? And and I think I think when companies start doing that, this space is in a in a scary, in a scary spot. Yeah. And and that's what a lot of people were thinking and were feeling. Yeah. All right. There's one other thing that they say here. So they say, we're making the change from Pro Tours to Mythic Championships. So they, they changed the championship names um, from, you know, from, from the Pro Tour verbiage to, yeah. they went, they went to calling everything Mythic Championships. Because yeah. um, if you're not aware, the highest level rarity of cards in Magic is the Mythic. Yeah, so that's why they
1: call Mythic Championships. <clears throat> uh quick side note sure. as well yep. is um, they wanted to also get away from Pro Tour because mm-hmm. people were just thinking it was for for professionals. Why can't I have words Dan? <laughs>
0: <laughs> professionals words are hard.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, because they thought the pro and Pro Tour was for professional. It's for promotional. Yeah, because they're it's. Um, what it, what it would be titled yeah, is Pro Tour Rivals yeah. of Ixalan, yeah. Pro Tour Kaladesh. Mm-hmm. It is promotional tour for Kaladesh, the set that just yeah. dropped. Yeah, that's what it is.
0: Well, and then and then that's what it was. Well, right. So and that's that's good to know. I didn't knew I didn't oh, know that. Right. I thought it was professional, yeah, no, but that makes but 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 now knowing that that makes a lot more yeah. sense. Yeah. Why they changed everything mm-hmm. because. Going on these tours and these making these tournaments mm-hmm. because a lot of these were were they weren't everything is streamed now. Yeah, the old pro tours they used to be on TV, right?
1: Um, uh, uh, yeah, they had to have been. It had to they have had been. to have
0: been. <laughs> so like, I mean, yeah, the, it had to
1: have been. I don't, the the I don't internet, know what the,
0: the internet has changed so yeah. much. It might, it might, might have been like pay per view or something. I don't know. Who knows? It, it could have been. I don't know. Is on Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DD <dee dee? laughs> But 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 that being said, that's a good point because now the internet has shifted so yeah. many things. Technology is a hell of a drug. It is, and so with with that with the internet, like how much the internet has changed everything, mm-hmm. and that makes a little more sense now. So, I I can understand it. Again, don't like it, don't like it, but I understand it. Okay. So, as I was saying, what they they said here was, we're making the change from Pro Tours to Mythic Championships to reinforce that competitive Magic is both digital and tabletop and to make a clear distinction between the professional players in the Magic Pro League and the events that are open to the public. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Let me take a look real quick at this article. Um, Yeah, so this was December 2018. You know, I I just had this (laughs) thought. So the first Mm -hmm. Pro Tour was in 94, you said, right? Yeah, at Gen Con
1: 94. Guys, they didn't have card sleeves. They were just over here like Ripple Shuffling, Black Lotus, all the Moxes, the Power Nines. They didn't care at all. These cards were in terrible condition. And they're just like, <laughs> 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 you, you. You imagine that just being the guy who like is is shuffling and you just drop a black lotus on the. Oh, uh, give me a second. <laughs> you
0: guys, let me just, as you roll, as you roll your chair over just it. Like-
1: Twenty years down the line, it's a half a million <laughs> or quarter of a million dollars. Well, I mean that one wasn't. That one was played probably heavily played. Oh my word, dude! Yeah, can you imagine that? Man. Oh, dude! And and Ooh. we we you said that multiple <laughs> times, but
0: every time it's like, oh man!
1: I was like, did I bring this up before? I I guess I did, dude. Yeah. I
0: cannot imagine that, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, it's crazy. That's rough. That's oh my rough. word.
1: It's Uh. also surprising to me that their pro tour was like a year away from their initial release date because it came out in 93 yeah, and their first pro tour was 94. Like the popularity of that thing was probably ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Well, I mean, it was one.
0: It makes sense, too, because, you know, it's a brand new game. They wanted to promote the heck out of it. It was the first of its
1: kind, pretty much. Pretty much. I think there were like other random ones that were out shortly after it. Yeah. But yeah, it Mm -hmm. was pretty much the first.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So fast forward a year. Okay. Yes. So we get into August 2019. Okay. And then there's an article entitled The Future of Magic Esports. Okay. So, (sighs) yeah. This is where. It, it just gets from – it gets, goes from bad to worse kind of, you know? Yeah.
1: So the, the way – The worst part <laughs> is – so like as you're going on with these stories, I'm just like, I know where this ends. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I know where we're at now. I'm just like, you
0: got to be hacking kidding me. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting to me just yeah. to go back and look at these articles because I remember when these articles came out and the 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 whole community was – was a buzz and people were talking like what's gonna happen. And where we're at now, yeah, what what we're saying, what happened is what everybody said was gonna happen. Yeah. And and Wizards was like, they were trying their darndest <sighs> to not say what was gonna happen. Oh yeah, of course. Cause they don't they don't want to tell anybody. Yeah, they don't
1: want to be like, hey guys, all these cards you bought within the
0: last ten years just yeah. Throw it out the window. So, okay. So this article, um, what I say? August 2019. Okay. Yeah. the w- This article starts off like this. Okay. 2019 has been a big year for Magic Esports. We created a new level of play and professional support with the Magic Pro League, the MPL. We doubled the prize pool for Magic, making it one of the biggest <sighs> in gaming. We added all new ways to play and watch the best strategy game on the planet with the introduction of Magic the Gathering Arena. Mm -hmm. And the results have been terrific. More people are playing Magic than ever, and viewership of Magic on channels like Twitch and YouTube has more than doubled in the last 12 months. Magic fans have never had as many opportunities to play, qualify, and watch Magic as they have had in 2019. Next sentence right here. But we see room for improvement. That's what they are hide. That's what they hid behind it. If you ask me, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're when like, they, if I give the finger, will you will you like bleep it out? <laughs> <laughs> they they say magic is growing on both tabletop and arena, and yeah. we need a competitive structure that can grow with it. What was wrong with the structure before? What was wrong with the, the tabletop structure wrong, as before? The thing the that was tabletop wrong stru- is, is,
1: is that. of people weren't going to these tournaments that they were putting a bunch of money into or watching it. Yeah. That was the problem. And now they're like, well, our arena is doing great. People aren't, don't have to leave their
0: house to go do this. And they're going to drop a hundred every set. So in this article is when they introduced the rivals league. They're like the magic pro league has a clear (laughs) path to pro with the addition of a new rivals league. Immediately, people were so skeptical of this. If yeah. I remember, they were like, "Okay, so now there's two different leagues. Yeah. You have the MPL and the Rivals League." People were so confused. Everybody was so freaking confused. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't even think I know the difference. <laughs> I don't, dude. I read, S- still. I read through all this, and they have so many graphics. <laughs> I'm like, is like, this
1: still a thing, the Rivals League?
0: Uh, no, I didn't think so. <laughs> nothing is. There's nothing anymore. Oh wait, spoiler alert! Sorry. Uh, spoilers. Okay, so I'm gonna see if I can even find it because I think it was this article. Okay, so dude, this article is so freaking confusing. They have they have like six graphics of <laughs> trying to explain how all these tournaments work together. It's okay. It, it's yeah. So they even said to make it easier to follow, we've broken the news down into sections. The Magic Pro League and Rivals League, the MPL Gauntlet, player rankings, tabletop magic players tour, arena tournaments, the partial season, the world championship. They made it so confusing. And that was one of that was a lot of people one of people's big complaints. Yeah. And I don't blame them. It was so hard to follow. But even but here they were that like they spread it like they separated tabletop and digital,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so they and they were I think this was the article it might not have been, um but they were they were essentially they and they said multiple times like tabletop is not dead we're not we're not they didn't say we we're not giving up on it but. They they've made it clear from the get go since like 2018 that the path forward was arena and digital. And like, I get it. Like the future's digital. Yeah. yay Sure. Woohoo. <clears throat> but it's all started on a table and it's a lot of people get the feeling that they're going to get rid of it. And that's what people are scared of. I don't. Yeah.
1: I don't think they're going to get rid of it. No, I don't think either. Because, again, they still have a very large community for paper. Sure, they might pretty much like get rid of the competitive scene on paper. But there are going to be other places that you can still play competitively. Okay.
0: Now, I should also note, so this yeah. article, this 2019 article, right before COVID. Okay? Yes. And so fast forward a little bit to like November of 2020. Mm-hmm. And... And, um, oh man, are we about to get into a conspiracy theory, Dan? Is Wizards a part of COVID? <laughs> no. They're a no, part no, of it. No. no um, but in November of 2020, yeah. there was an article by Jess Estefan. Okay. I believe she was a pro, is a pro. Well, I guess not is anymore, was, was a pro. Spoilers, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to, they destroyed the <laughs> yeah. pro scene. It is not a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah they did. They did.
0: All right, so yeah, there's this article on uh, TCG Player Infinite written by Jessa Stefano, former Magic pro player. I, I believe she actually started in the Rivals League. I think don't don't quote me on that, but I, I think that's actually what it happened. Okay, but so in this in this article, she was like trying to explain like the differences between the the like the leagues and whatnot yeah. and. Yeah, it was confusing. <laughs> Every like everybody was so confused. Well, one
1: has rivals in it; <laughs> the other one, no rivals. So,
0: but when <laughs> but when they when they change stuff up, yeah. it, it basically was like MTG Arena. It all starts here. Like why? Yeah. Like why they do that? I mean, I mean, I know why, but yeah. it's, like when you have something that is, it's the same but different, right? Yeah. With tabletop and arena. It, it is. It's the same but different. But yeah. it was still everything evolved around Arena. And now everything evolves around Arena. Yeah. And, like, why? Why? And people didn't like it. People did not. I, the people who've been playing for a long time didn't yeah. like it. Like, if you're a relatively new player and this is, like, Arena was how you played, you probably didn't really care as much. So so around the time that article came out, it was kind of like pros were discouraged and confused, Yeah, which I can understand. And I was I was too. I mean, I wasn't a pro, but I mean, I was just – I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I could understand when people were just – everyone else didn't have any clue. Okay. So now we fast forward to May of this year. Fast forward to May. Okay. There was an – They they had an article – Uh, let's see, what was the article titled? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Buckle up, guys. Buckle up. All right.
0: So so the title of the article Mm -hmm. was Esports Transitions and Getting Back to Gathering. Okay. So that title, that title is like a little hopeful, right? Yeah.
1: Getting Getting back to Getting Back to
0: Gathering. Getting back to Gathering. (laughs) Tablet
1: on your phone with other people on their phone.
0: It's like yeah, around around the around the table, but on your phones, but on your on your tablets.
1: You know they have a thing like that for a Hearthstone. Their gatherings, think? yeah, they have like these campfire, uh, tavern gathering things oh, that yeah, a bunch yeah. of people can yeah. Go, yeah. go to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be so I down to go those. to one of those. I don't even yeah. play the game, but I'd love to go to one.
0: <laughs> I think I think I've seen those. Yeah. Okay, so basically, this article, Matt Pro Magic, is dead. They killed it and they totally buried the lead. They buried the lead in this article. And they even started off like Back to the Gathering. And and they even say several years back, we made a significant commitment to magic esports. I, I think keyword there is esports. Yeah. Introducing the biggest prize pools we've ever had, creating some of the most thrilling events we've had to date, creating a professional level league, and incorporating digital play and unique. And exciting ways that gave viewers a new way to experience magic. Yeah. And now it's the only way you can experience professional magic, basically. Correct? I mean, am, am, am I correct?
1: Pretty much. Like there's there's nothing else going on right well,
0: and now. And then they and then they said, and just as we began forming plans to build on that promise with with expanded reach beyond the most elite leagues, COVID sent us back to the drawing board. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. C- crawl behind COVID as an excuse. Yeah. Like, for for Magic specifically, like, th- I feel like COVID gave them the perfect cover.
1: Oh, I know. It gave them perfect cover. That's what I'm saying. Cover. Like, this is, they're a part of it, 100% verified.
0: <laughs> okay. And so, I am I have to scroll all the way down to the article. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, where is it? Uh, I, I'm not even like I wouldn't even say I'm a pro player.
1: I've never been to this tournament. I've been a part of a few bigger tournaments, Star City Games, and like a bunch of locals. But locals aren't big tournaments. Star City Game is like one of the higher tier ones. I didn't do great. Uh, my first tournament, I was playing a burn deck. Yeah, of I think, course I, I yeah, played burn yeah, deck, I, I and I went two and seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still beat two people though, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but aside from that, a one, one I did in Indianapolis, uh, was it probably like two years ago now? Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I ended up going three and two. I thought it was five rounds. I don't know why I thought it was five rounds, and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't want my girlfriend to be waiting around for me. I so I just went three two drop. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like it's gonna be going on for three more hours. I yeah. still want to hit the the rest of the town with her. Like we came out on came out there on vacation. Well, I, we really just went there for my tournament, but you know I wanted to I wanted to hang out with her mm-hmm. more in the yeah and the cute little city of Indianapolis. Yeah. If you guys have never been there, check it out.
0: Okay, so sorry, I, I I if you're watching, like I, I wasn't it may it might have looked like I wasn't paying attention. I, I was, but I was I, I was scrolling through this article, I'm trying to find exactly trust me, what I'm Dan, that's for. why
1: that's why I'm talking right <laughs> now. Okay, because I'm just gonna let you
0: peruse through the article. <laughs> okay, so so in this article, and there there was one sentence in here that everyone was talking about when they came out with this article. Mm-hmm. And basically what they said was Digital is here to stay. Uh, Yeah, digital play is is here to stay, but is only part of the equation. We've seen great players rise from the digital ranks, and we've seen what's possible with digital events. Expect the future to hold a mix of digital and in-person events. Yeah. So there's this one other sentence that I can't find, but I know I copied it. Okay. Um, (laughs) Can you do a... Control F. Yeah. So players will not be competing for another league season. Instead, they'll be competing for a place in the world championship. No, and this will be the final season for the Magic Pro and Rivals leagues. Boom. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it was. No they more. buried. they completely buried that. Yeah. They no buried more. that in the in the article. Um, but yeah, it's gone, it's dead. In in place is all the digital, all the digital events. Yeah because that's what they're pushing because that's where they make their money. Yeah. And all the
1: pro people that got out of it back in 2018, they're like screw this. Yep. You know, they yep. they saw the BS that was yep. going on and they're like adjusting to something else. Yep. So, yep. And
0: I don't blame them yeah. one bit.
1: Don't yeah. blame it all? No. Uh another thing about it. So, I'm I am for competitive paper magic, right? Mm-hmm. I'm very pro for that. And at first I was like, you know, tournaments for, for the online, the, the, the virtual card games is like, you know, it's not for me, but I also understand it a bit more because there's not, you can't really cheat. There's a yeah. lot of cheating in in higher stake magic tournaments. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's a lot of people that have been banned for multiple years, sometimes mm-hmm. even lifetime yep. bans if they just keep doing it. Yep. And so, you know, those, a lot of people are getting cheated out of money or it's mm-hmm. just, you know, whatever it is, whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, yeah. That's, I get, like, that's that the makes really sense. big,
1: And there's also, there's that also a sense, meta though. in Paper Magic. Yeah. In, in the exact same format, right? In the yeah. exact same format of Standard on Arena and Standard and Paper. Yeah like very different formats. Yeah. It's it, it is it really, really crazy. all
0: goes into where you play. Yeah. It's all about where you're playing. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so weird. Like the <laughs> the way the meta shifts just from one place to another is it's crazy. Also, oh, so I, I was um I was looking up information
1: on like whatever video game I was playing semi recently and um what they said for meta was most efficient tactic applicable that is meta.
0: Okay. That makes Yeah, I sense. learned that the
1: other day. I was that like
0: makes huh. <laughs> That makes sense.
1: That makes sense. But also the game within the game. I wish I knew that for our when we talked about <laughs> yeah, meta Yeah, yeah, on the podcast. Yeah. So if you guys have been with us since that episode yeah. whenever it was.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, most uh, most efficient tactic applicable.
0: Yeah, that makes sense and that's a that's a good way of thinking about it for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's and cool. That's exactly what it is, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, so so let's shift away from talking about magic for a second. Yeah. Okay. So we just we just <laughs> we're like so down on magic, <laughs> like pro magic, and right, legitimately so because yeah. it's, it's dead. It's gone yeah. now. Yeah. Like, and honestly, to, to from, be... from wizards, from yeah, wizards, yeah, right, right? So Star right.
1: City Games are still going to be a thing.
0: Yeah, cha- I'm sure Channel Fireball is going to be <laughs> yeah. like going to do events too. Um, yeah. and there's plenty. And the opportunities are there for yeah. other people to come in mm-hmm. and pick up and say, like Star City Games and yeah. say, okay, fine. If Which is are-
1: what I really like. Yeah. Because it allows yeah.
0: other people to then
1: start getting into well, that Well, I thing. mean,
0: like. Any any company or any organization can come in mm-hmm. and set up their own tournaments like that. And when you're when you're on a scale like Star City Games is, like yep. that's it's perfect. Yep. Like they, they, I feel like Star City Games has a perfect opportunity here. Yep. they have a perfect opportunity to come in, mm-hmm. and like the market is wide open. It's wide open for them yeah. to, to come in and just completely dominate. I
1: think now they are the biggest. Whenever they have their tournaments, they are yeah.
0: the highest tier yeah. tournaments. Yeah, they really are. So yeah, it's a perfect opportunity for just the market to completely mm-hmm. shift. So, okay, so but but let's shift let's shift from talking about Magic to uh, Flesh and Blood. Okay, uh, Flesh and Blood. Okay, just look at one. the name. Look at the name, Flesh Flesh and Blood. Okay, yeah. they lean heavily into it okay yeah. so they so they even say uh if you go to their website and go to organized play they say organized play op is an integral part of flesh and blood come meet like come meet like-minded gamers connect with the local fab community and experience the joy of playing fab stands for of, flesh and blood of playing <laughs> oh yeah that's right sorry yeah, yeah. sorry i i did <laughs> yeah. say just fab um uh, come experience the joy of playing great games in the flesh by participating in our OP program. Sacrifice your own blood. <laughs> so, like, they hi- <laughs> they highlight it. They're like, no, you come out in person. You yeah. come yeah. in the flesh yeah. and play this game. Yeah. They really do care about the they, player they, interaction. They care so up. heavily they about, care about the tab- locals as well. They care about the tabletop community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what. Our industry needs. Yeah. We need companies like Legend Story Studios, yeah. the creators of Flesh and Blood, to really lean heavily into this space. Yeah.
1: I mean, this game is great, by the way. Oh, Flesh I've and Blood! I've played it is a few fantastic. times, and I was like, I was like obsessed with it for a little bit yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. And I was just, I bought like two or three boxes or something yeah. like that. I was just yeah. cracking stuff, getting yeah. like multiple decks ready, and uh, it's it's a really cool one.
0: Yeah, and so so flesh and blood, dude. Like, they are they lean so heavily into yeah. the in, into the tabletop space, which is fantastic, right?
1: Yeah, they're all about their local communities. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and they are. Um, so, if you're not familiar with flesh and blood, if you've never played flesh and blood, definitely check it out. Definitely oh, check yeah. it out for especially
1: if you're a fan of like RPG video games or video games in general mm-hmm. or medieval fantasy mm-hmm. things along those lines. You got a bunch of different characters. You can be like a ninja, yeah, a warrior, yeah. an illusionist, a yeah. wizard. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's it's literally it's like it's like one on one combat.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. R- just in. I'm cards. a ninja fighting you as like a warrior or yeah. a guardian yeah. or something it's, like that. It's and ninjas, really cool. You know, ninjas want to attack fast, not as yeah. like hard healing as. Art hitting is like a great axe or something, mm-hmm. but the great axe is only going to swing like one time a turn, yeah, right, you know. Where right, the right. ninja is just going to go off swinging yeah. a bunch. Yeah. So yeah, flesh and it's blood. Very is very thematic. It's
0: very, it is very very cool. Yeah. Uh, most recent set to um, to date is monarch. Yes, monarchs a recent set that came out. Yes. Um, so 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 that's flesh and blood. Just kind of like thousand foot view of kind of yeah. what it is. Um, but so they even go on on their website. One thing I really appreciate about Flesh and Blood is mm-hmm. the way they talk about organized play. It all makes sense. It makes perfect, perfect sense. And they explain it. They explain it very, very well. There's no beating around the bush with them. No, there's not. And they explain it super well yep. on their website. They're, so they've kind of got like four different tiers. And, they, so, and the way they say it is like tier one is skirmish. There's like armory events on demand. You can kind of play it anywhere, kind of like at uh, uh, your, your local um, LGSs and whatnot. Yeah. Tier two is Road to Nationals and ProQuest. Tier three is the National Championship and then what they're calling the Calling. And then the tier four, the highest level, is the World Championships and Pro Tour.
1: Okay. So th-
0: they show a graphic, which mm-hmm. is pretty self explanatory. But then they go in and talk about kind of each level, each tier, and kind of explain it into much more detail. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's 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 flesh and blood OP basics. So it's yeah. very basics, and we're you know we're not really going to talk about like very distinctly like each of these different um, these different tiers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we'll link everything here in, in the descriptions of these videos in um, the uh, show notes so you can take a look for yourself and I highly highly recommend you do that oh for sure um, because flesh and blood is', is fantastic
1: <laughs> the artwork is great
0: everything the about the cards that, are great everything about that game is just is awesome <laughs> yep. it really really is and um, another cool thing is channel fireball has partnered with legend story studios for the US events I believe they wow. have four calling events. The wow. the the calling events. I didn't yeah. even know this. Is this the yes. line
1: that you're like going to wait to tell me or something? Or is that a different one?
0: I think so. I think it was. Okay. I Woo! think it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you know, channel fireball yeah. has been like yeah, they're they've, huge. They've been heavy into flesh and blood stuff. Wow. They really, really have. So wow. they have four events uh for the calling. Okay. They've got the calling Las Vegas in September tenth to the twelfth, mm-hmm. calling in Dallas Fort Worth. In October, um, le- the next week they have calling Cincinnati, and wow. then in November fifth they have the calling Orlando and the national championship. Wow. So Channel Fireball wow. is really going to be doing putting on a lot of the U.S. events for Flesh wow. and Blood. So that's pretty great. Yeah. So that that's pretty <laughs> sweet. So I'm just I'm glad there's another company like Channel Fireball who's mm-hmm. pushing this game. Uh, so we had so so there's another big game like oh yeah on the level of magic mm-hmm. that isn't magic you know what yep. i mean so that's that's really cool so if you're not familiar with Flesh and Blood, I mean, we're going to be playing it. I mean, it's just the thing. The thing about it is, we need to get cards for it, and we have some. We got some cards. We've, yeah. got, we've got some yeah. stuff. I got, but a, I got. I dabbled a little. So bit. <laughs> we we will be playing uh, this game, that game, on the channel. Yeah. So um and uh yeah so yeah so check out our YouTube channel. We will be featuring that game, mm-hmm. um in the future for sure. Not sure how much, but we definitely do want to be playing. We're gonna crack a box on live stream. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So um, yeah. So that that is uh, yeah. that's flesh and blood. So that's those are the big differences here, right? Between kind of the OP structures for Magic. We go from
1: 2018
0: being like yeah yeah We got you. We got you guys. No, we got you.
1: Wink. Yeah. (laughs) Can you say that without winking? No, no, (laughs) yeah, yeah, we can, it'll still be a thing. Wink
0: if you're listening, you just said wink without actually, yeah, I didn't actually wink, yeah,
1: yeah. I just said wink, Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: So, all right, so now, now we get to the point in the show where we, um, we talk about our featured Kickstarter. Yes. Featured Kickstarter for the uh for, for the for the episode. Yeah. yeah.
1: This one's really cool.
0: This is really cool. And did you know anything about it before we no. talked about it? I just saw it. I'm like I wanted all to right. play it, all honestly. So this game is called uh, Valor and Villainy, yes. Ludwig's Labyrinth. Yes. So delve into the terrible labyrinth in this zany one to six player legacy style co-op game. Yes. So does it remind you of Bloomhaven at all? A uh, little bit, like a little bit. Yeah, very, very little. It actually reminds me more
1: of Betrayal. Oh, okay, so betrayal yeah. house of the hill because you have yeah. the little the little squares you haven't yeah. played it right
0: no but I am I'm, okay. I'm, I'm so I'm so yeah you
1: it. have the little squares you're figuring out what this labyrinth looks like yeah. or the the mansion that you're being a part of yeah um so that is pretty much the same thing you know you have different characters you're mm-hmm. fighting different creatures yeah. and there's a lot of different stories inside of this game along with betrayal yeah. I think it's very. Uh, hand in hand yeah. with how betrayal works. Yeah,
0: so this game, I believe it's an expansion to uh to to a game that's already yes. out. Yeah, okay. I think they're also
1: saying you could just play it straight up. Though. You can. Okay. Yeah, you can.
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say an expansion, but you can play it with the with the base game. I guess it could be a
1: base game, yeah. or you could or, add it to the other yeah. one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. You can. Yeah, you can add it. You can add it or play it by itself. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's a co-op game. It is a legacy game. Um, there's a lot of really, really cool miniatures involved here. Um, so it's a one to six player game. Uh, okay. So you can play this by yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and they say it's about 25 minutes per player. Um, so I, legacy, legacy games are so cool. Like, so yeah, I really it's really hard to talk about this game because we've only just watched the video and just kind of read a little <laughs> bit about it. So we haven't yeah, really played yeah. it, obviously. So what we'll do, you know, we'll we will put links for the Kickstarter um, in the description um, yeah. and as well the show notes. OK, so there's three days to go, three days to go as mm. of the date of this recording. So when this airs is actually going to be a day left. Yeah, oh, I man. think there's only gonna be a day left when this episode airs. Day left, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a fifty thousand dollar goal. Right yeah. now they're at around three hundred eighty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars of the goal. Um, they've got thirty four hundred backers. Mm-hmm. So if you're in, if you're interested in a legacy style co op game, mm-hmm. check this game out. It looks really, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, the, the Sky, Skybound Games is the the developer,
1: okay, here, yeah. The also with it, so since it's a legacy and you're playing as a specific character, mm-hmm. you're making that character stronger throughout the game. Because in, a, in some other legacy games, like Betrayal, mm-hmm. you know, you play as a house or the family, and mm. you know, every yeah. single time you go into the house, it's a different family member, but it could be like 20 years down the line, so it could oh. be like a grandson or a grandmother, you see. know, going down yeah, the yeah. line, yeah. and so. Uh, but with this one, you're playing as the character and you're making them stronger. You're adding to their stats, giving them random abilities, things along those lines. Yeah. And you're just getting stronger for the next monster that you're going to fight. So at this point, it's pretty much an RPG yeah. in, in a tabletop game. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. it's really cool. I As soon as I saw it, I'm like, I need this game. Yeah, I really wanted to get the uh, the base game as yeah. well. So now yeah. I might have to.
0: <laughs> now that now that we've talked about it, and I've shown it yeah. to him. He's like, "Okay, I'm probably yeah. going back to." I didn't this even game. know this was a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, the art looks really cool. The miniatures look really cool. Yes. The art style is really really interesting. That's it's, the thing. I really it's like, like it's like a steampunk esque mm-hmm. vibe to it. So yeah. it's really really cool. Uh, so check it out. Definitely. Um, yeah. And that uh, that's pretty much it. That's that's all we got for this episode. Um, yes. Video, <laughs> like we're just, I'm just saying it again. Hey. It's just uh, yeah, it's pretty sweet that we've got <laughs> that we finally got video. We're excited. Um, you know, I don't know about you, Jim, but I'm really yep. stoked for the future yep. of what we've got. What we've got planned. So sure. take uh, yeah, just stick around. Not not for this episode, but just uh, just. <laughs> Take a look at our channels and everything. Um, so, yeah, speaking of that, uh, you can follow us on all the social media platforms. We yes. are on uh, Hobbies and Happiness. We have Facebook page. Um, we finally have Twitter. Connect Find us on Twitter, um, Instagram. At those platforms, it's hobbies.n.happiness. Except Twitter, because Twitter's weird. <laughs> hobbies.n.happiness is too long. So it's just hobbies and happy. Yeah. Hobbies and happy. So hobbies and happy. So yeah, that that's what Twitter is. We're so about to
1: not have a Twitter <laughs> with that name.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it'll you, be
1: in the link. Yeah, <laughs> everything,
0: everything is in the in the in the descriptions. Um all right, Jim, if yes. people want to find you on the socials, where can they yes, find you? Yes, you
1: guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jim Morgan H N H.
0: Yep, you can find me on Instagram at Daniel.g.campbell and uh Twitter at underscore DG Campbell. And again, like we said, all this, all these are gonna be linked in the show notes and the description. So take a look for those. And uh yeah, yeah, that's all we got for today. So Jim, thanks. That was fun. Yeah, it was great. It, yeah, it was fun. So guys, appreciate it, and we'll see you all next week. See, all right, ya. see everybody.